Welcome to Fewer Things Better. This is the place for all of us who are big on goals and short on time. Together, we'll explore smart, simple ideas on how to retrain your brain and unlock your life. I'm your host, Kristen Graham. Let's get started. Today was a day with a lot in it. Lots of meetings, actions, phone calls, and even a trip to the dentist. I can list off the things that were done today, and yet there's a much longer list of what didn't happen. And that's the trade-off of time. And it's also a choice in how time was invested, both in what was done and what I chose not to do. The brain, just like the day, is full of activity. And most of those efforts require a collection of decisions to go along with each output that happened. Some research has indicated that the average person makes more than 35,000 decisions a day. Now, most of those are micro-mental moments that you don't even register consciously. Just going from room to room is a decision. You can stop walking at any time, but you aren't likely making that decision every second. The brain decided to move, and then the body set it in motion. But this episode isn't about what you are doing. It's about what you're deciding not to do. The bottom line on top is that indecision is a decision. Brain scan imaging shows some of the science behind decision-making and that it happens in a matter of seconds, often before we even register it consciously. That first instinct that happens is an output of the supercomputer of your mind. It went and searched through historical archives and even did scenario modeling before sending a cognitive signal to you for yes or no on each decision. Now, that's simply an initial output from the received input. It's the next more conscious level of thought where we spend most time in our decision-making. This is when we're either validating the initial reaction or we're looking to counterbalance with additional options because life is very nuanced and that's a normal part of our intellectual reasoning. When we start re-examining the options or sidestepping making a selection at all, we are hitting a mental pause button. Sometimes this is caused by decision fatigue, which is just the mental overload that happens over the course of a day or over the course of a period of time when it's harder to make quality decisions after an extended period of making regular decisions. This shows up for me when I can make decisions all day long and then not have a clue what to do for dinner. My brain just hit a wall. The difference between feeling overloaded versus being avoidant is typically in the frequency of how often you're using that pause button and how long it is staying on pause. Being ambivalent to dinner is a consequence for today. But the intentional act of not making a decision, that's when you're making those extensive pro-con lists or gathering all that feedback from people, reading articles and apps and books, or moving that item from your to-do list to your other to-do list. That can take hours, days, weeks, sometimes months. When you suspend yourself in indecision, 
you are avoiding something, either intrinsically, such as, what if I fail? Or extrinsically, I don't want them to be upset or disappointed with me. Choosing to multitask, procrastinate, research, and sleep on it are all tools we use to avoid a decision. Yes, there are complicated, complex things in our lives that require a lot of thought and involve a lot of details. But details are actions once a decision is made. Details are the how you execute on the what. So check in to see what have you been struggling with recently? Was there something today that you moved to the later column in your mind? Or you've been moving frequently lately? Or is there a topic that you keep burying under other items? There's a difference between how you prioritize your time for decision-making and how you shuffle the uncomfortable pieces into piles of procrastination. Whatever you are still deciding on is what you are avoiding. Watch where you put the question marks in your life, and you're going to find the corners of where your mind is hiding. Should I apply for that opportunity? Should I respond to that email? Should I speak up about this? Should I tell them what I'm really thinking? Those are all important question marks that are also indicators of what's happening. This isn't about waiting for the right answer to reveal itself to you. It's about trusting that the decision you make today is the right one for right now. When you feel the pull of procrastination about making a decision, give yourself space to explore if it's driven by an abundance of fear versus an absence of facts. Start unpausing and see what happens. And remember, you get to change your mind. You just have to make up your mind first. And making a decision is one of the many ways that we can take good care of ourselves. Thanks for listening. You can find a lot more like this over on unlockthebrain.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter. And if you found value in this podcast, please take a quick moment to rate or comment. Thanks so much. And now let's go do fewer things better.